Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. A lot can happen in 3 years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I thought, wow, the tide is really high at the beach. And then when I got home, I learned we were in a tsunami warning. I finally decided to take my relationship to the next level, Sarah. I'm getting a joint Costco membership. Oh, that is a big step. My mom shops at Costco, and that's how I will never, ever run out of toilet paper or capers. Capers, huh? Who needs to go all the way to Bora Bora when you can gargle with limited edition coconut lime Listerine in the comfort of your own home? (laughs) Planes not required. Have such a good day. Welcome back to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants you to do just... We're coming in hot, y'all. Episode yeah, 132. Have such a good day. Cheap there. Episode 132. Um, uh, I like that number. Yeah. Because it's sort of like one, two, three. It is. But different. But yeah. it still makes me feel secure. Yeah, it's a, like it's like a little <laughs> secure. Because you got to feel secure in your numbers. That's for sure. Well, you know, you look at a number sometimes and you're like, I don't like the look of that Yeah, number. yeah. I got to tell other you. other numbers, you're like, this is a good one. I know people say this and I'm not special or anything. But like, I am telling you, like 11-11, there is something significant about that oh, you, for me you and paris hilton agree oh great Heather. oh great and the <laughs> just the person i want to be compared to this is i was watching her reality her latest oh i bet you were and 11 11 is just like such a special time oh boy oh i'm great. sorry i'm sorry <laughs> thanks a lot you ruined it for me <laughs> <laughs> well I, i'm gonna laugh about it because i sure as hell do not want to cry today Oh man, no cry. There's no cry. there's no crying and have such a good day. No, we're never, not gonna cry. No. We we actually I mean, I've for sure cried. I don't know if you've ever cried. No, I think you've cried for no. me though. <laughs> Which is a really good friend. I just you know and great co host. You know, there's just certain times where you're like, I gotta do it. I yeah. gotta cry. It's coming. Yeah, you gotta squeeze one out. <laughs> sort of. Ew. Makes it kind of poopy sounding. <laughs> <laughs> told you we're coming in hot here is that a um we are we are coming in hot um uh for anybody who's listening to this this is after mlk day but that's when we're recording this so mm-hmm. you know happy martin luther king day everyone so here's a a funny thing because this is sort of like a two-fold uh story but so i i wear contacts i'm not wearing them right now because 
My contacts that were supposed to be delivered in the mail have not yet arrived in my mailbox. So, you know, got to wear glasses or I can't see shit. And um, this morning, fairly early, I am. Um, I bought this coffee at the um, mm. at a store that I don't go to that often, grocery store. And I just, it just, I didn't know the brand. Where I was like, oh, I don't know, local brand, whatever. I didn't really like it, so I went down to the corner store this morning to get. They, they have like coffee and percolators. Mm. It's not great coffee, but it, it'll do the job. You know, I was just like, I don't know. I just, I'm not loving the coffee mm -hmm. that I have at the house. And I bought this like weird creamer, and you know, I'll just go get coffee. You and, and your weird creamer. I, <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. So many stories <laughs> for another time. But as I'm leaving, I see a male person mm -hmm. in, you know, in, in the, uh, the male truck. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm like, I'm like, first of all, I didn't expect them today because it's a holiday, mm -hmm. national holiday. And second, I'm actually like legit waiting for something in the mail. Like usually I don't care what's in the mail, mm -hmm. you know, but I really want these contacts. And so I like flagged her down. It was a woman. I flagged her down. And I was like, hey, I didn't realize you guys were working today. And she kind of looks at me like, what? <laughs> what could you possibly what is want? Because we weren't right next to my house. I mean, we weren't far, but it, like, I, it wasn't like I could like point to my own mailbox yeah. or whatever. But I was like, oh, I was just wondering if you've already gone down Forest Hills. But, um, I'm waiting for some contacts. And she was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, like, li like just poison dagger stare <laughs> where I was like, all right, I'm sorry. Mm. All right, go about your business. <laughs> You're, we're fine. Sorry. <laughs> I still don't know if they're in the mailbox. I haven't checked since. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's funny. You know, Sarah, I'm kind of ashamed of myself because I just got rid of my Christmas tree. Well, I got rid of it on the 13th of January. And I, I got some neighbors with Christmas trees fully up and lit. Wow. Wow. Okay. So yeah, I'm not as like ashamed. I, I'm like, then. <laughs> yeah, don't be ashamed. I mean, I was busy. But I was busy. I was out of town. Yeah. I was busy, but I, and I did enjoy it. I mean, it felt kind of weird, like after, you know, January 1st, you know, like, eh, this is kind of getting stale, but you know, I enjoy the lights and, and everything and just kind of throw it back over the cliff into, instead of, you know, putting it on the street, which is depressing when you see it in the city. Like you mentioned that, I think the, one of the last episodes, Sarah. Oh yeah. Or the, or like sticking out of a garbage. Yeah, that is depressing. But see, when you live in the country, you can just throw it right back out there and it'll just biodegrade with the rest of everything. So I'm feeling pretty good about Kinda. that. <laughs> I feel it's funny. My mom, um, she, she is a tree person. I am mm. not, I just don't, I don't have the time, but, uh, my mom, you know, every year, you know, put up the tree, put up the ornaments, ornaments from my childhood, the whole thing. But she, um, a couple of years ago, moved to a, a fake tree mm -hmm. where she's just like, it's so great, Sarah. Like, I just like take it out of the garage. Looks like a tree. And then she has like incense that's designed to smell like pine no trees. Way. And she, it, she burns it. And so she feels like it's a real oh, tree. Oh, that's so funny. I like that idea of, of the incense. Like that. Well, what, what, what was funny is like, I walked into her house and I'm like, oh, mom, it's really nice in here. And she's like, it's my incense. It's the pine tree incense. And I was like. Holy shit, I thought it was the tree, but the tree is fake. Clearly not coming from the I tree. I want some of that. That sounds pretty cool. It was, it was, it, it felt very nostalgic. I love that. And it, there's something comforting about pine because we get the dish soap, the Myers, uh, and I usually get. Yep, Mrs. Myers, yeah, like me basil too. Basil or lavender, whatever it is, but they do these limited edition versions for holidays like peppermint and 
Iowa pine. Well, I didn't know that. They have an Iowa pine oh. that might be new from this year. I bought like eight of them because they're limited edition. Is it because Elijah's from Iowa? No, it has nothing to do with that, but I love the smell. It is, Sarah, it is, I, I, I wash my it hands with it. It is a lovely it. smell. Oh, it is yeah. so yummy. It makes me want to wash the dishes. <laughs> That's awesome. I did not know that. And I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty big Myers uh, buyer, especially you know, the Airbnb, like it's all Myers, yeah. you know? And I was just sort of like look on Amazon and see what, what the cheaper, you know, lemon verbena or whatever yeah, it is. I don't like that one. But, but... I have not seen the pine. I would, <laughs> Maybe I'll I would hold love one for that you. for myself. I'll hold one for you. <laughs> Please, just, just throw it really far. I'll put your name on it. I'll add you to the wait list. And I'll list. get it. <laughs> well, Heather, um, I know you're not gonna love this oh, story. Oh no. Um, no one's going to love the story, um, but I, it, I, I would be remiss if I didn't t tell it to you. Um, we, we talk sometimes about, you know, just especially in the winter, you know, the houses are kind of, you know, it's cold mm -hmm. and leaves are dead and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's sort of been my MO for the last solid month and a mm -hmm. half. You know, it's just kind of. It's been, we've had a real cold spell. We had quite a bit of rain yeah, in the Bay Area, totally. um, which is good, mm -hmm. you know, always, you know, you have to say that, you know, or you jinx yourself. <laughs> it's good, we need yes. it. But I was just like, oh my God, I mean, I, I wear galoshes all day long. There's just mud all over my house. Uh -huh. Like, I can't <laughs> take it. So one of the things that I've been uh, struggling with is ants. Mm -hmm ants in my apartment and I have now I'm, I'm going to my third well I'm in my third winter here so I mean it, it's not that I you know don't kind of know what what the protocol is but there's just never been critters or you know I don't know bugs of any kind or ants mm -hmm. or spiders really in, in my house until this winter and I don't know why mm. but it's just something I've been dealing with and the ants are more of a nuisance than anything I know some people are like so disgusted by ants but like when I see like a little ant like <laughs> running around in a circle by itself I'm like oh, <laughs> or, where's your or family? carrying something on its back <laughs> you ever really see it see like, like a little much. piece of not in my house anyway. oh I've seen that where they're like they're carrying a piece like a crumb you know or something it's just like it just honestly like the ant thing is like I don't hate ants yeah as a concept uh -huh. I, and and when i see a little ant by itself i'm like i'm about to murder you i'm sorry <laughs> but like i just you know you can't be in it's here it's not like a cockroach it just, it, you know it kind of no god no no it's it like i i i always feel like a little bad about sure. it because i don't hate ants <laughs> anyway so um but but you know again like every morning you know i kind of like put my contacts in or put my glasses on. I look at the counter and I'm like, oh man, there's ants again. You know, okay, let's take care of this. The amount of like 409 and soft scrub that I've gone through, like just like dumping it down mm -hmm. sinks, yeah. trying to figure out like, where are they coming from? Let's just make it, uh, you know, not hospitable for them anymore. So much time. So. I go into the bathroom the other day and, uh, you know, as usual, there's a couple ants on the counter and I'm like, gosh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take everything off the counter, like, you know, like hairbrush and like makeup, weird stuff and perfume and just like everything off the counter and let's douse this mm -hmm. and just like get it super clean so the ants don't want to come back. Well, one of the things that's on my counter in my bathroom is a Sonos speaker. Mm -hmm. 
a Sonos one, you know, where, you know, I talk to Alexa and everything, um, you know, and I listen to like podcasts or music if I'm in the shower and I never move it because it's right next to the plug and it just sort of like sits in the corner, you know, mm -hmm. and like, I don't know, like I just wipe it off, you know, if I think it looks dusty and it's fine. I move it for the first time in some time and I'm like, oh shit, there's a bunch of ants under the speaker. That's weird. Hmm. Oh gosh. Okay, let's clean that up. Then I realize, Heather, hmm. that the ants have developed a colony inside the speaker. No way. And they start coming out of the mesh. What? Oh, yes. God. It is a full-on American horror story <laughs> that you cannot, like, you can't make this stuff up. Like, and I, once I realized what was happening, because I was, again, like, I'm like, I can barely see, so I, like, get my glasses, you know, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, that's bad. So I take the speaker outside, you know, and I'm just, like, spraying it with 409, like, I mean, so mean, like, you know, ant murder all over the place. For the next 12 hours, not even kidding, it's still actually out there, um, ants were just like falling out of the mesh oh of the God. speaker. Hundreds of them. I've never heard anything like this. I've heard about- And it like, was in my bathroom. I've heard like, about like mice in like engines of cars and rats and that kind of thing, but ants in a speaker? Huh, maybe it's a thing. I mean, I, I assume it was sort of- Maybe it's warm and comfy in there. <sighs> kind of warm and comfy yeah yeah I, I mentioned this to a friend and he was like why would you ever put a speaker in a bathroom that's such a dumb idea like that's you know like it's like a thirst trap and I was like yeah but I mean I live alone I mean there's a there's a window in my bathroom I never actually close the bathroom door when I'm taking a shower like it's not like it's wet in there but I don't know. Something terrible happened. So, so I actually the speaker is still outside because I'm like just like terrified of bringing it back inside now. <laughs> and I've sprayed it with so much 409 that I'm like I would be surprised if it works. Don't electrocute yourself. But it's a when real nice speaker, on. so we'll see. We'll see. Oh my god. That's when the ant started to come out, and then I started to feel bad again because I'm like, oh man. <laughs> I'm killing all of them. It's like, you know, like the Twin Towers or something. <laughs> I know it and does just, seem yeah, like, like like a like a dead a bunch of dead ants like in a line is kind of sad. And they're all like wet and like just like Aww. you know, broken apart. But I'm no ant expert, Sarah. But um, okay. you know, I've had a fair amount of exterminators come out to my Airbnbs cuz you know, when you don't obviously it's it's a little bit more of an emergency when your business is getting overrun by some kind of critter. We, of we've course, had mice yeah. problems. We've in the winter, a lot of these critters come come out of the woodwork, which we've we've talked about on the show, uh, in particular mice and ants. And up here, what I have learned, well, at least all of these exterminator exterminators tell me that ants love the rain. <laughs> I love I love by the way, just just real <laughs> quick, like I love like heather <laughs> and her braces oh my god it's driving like, me crazy did, did did you understand me the first time <laughs> let me say it again no it's like it's, it's like really kind of subtle but like i do catch myself sometimes like i really do feel like 
like you're like exterminators like it's so embarrassing but um it's not embarrassing no it, honestly like i if i didn't bring attention to it i don't think anybody would it's noticed. kind of endearing but, um, though i, I think it's i think it's very well, it's cute. funny because i think my boyfriend thinks it's cute too because sometimes we'll be talking and then he'll kind of i see his eyes dart down to my mouth and i'm like why are you looking at my mouth and he's just like you're it's cute the way you talk with your your trays in or something yeah. <laughs> like god you Aww. really must love me um but uh but Aww, yeah so uh, yeah very cute but the but seriously i really do think it has to do with the, the wet the rain and also i know you probably don't want to hear this because you're, you're gonna have to open up the yellow pages and make some phone calls but really you have to get to the root of it because ants will just keep coming back and we've had a similar problem in one of our cottages and you have to find that there's like a launching point the way they get into the house there's yeah. something there's a little area that they're able to it's like a welcoming a welcome mat and they need to find where that is where they're getting in or you may never get rid of them i mean i think when it dries out when when the weather gets warmer i think they should go away but uh but yeah i don't know exterminator if i were you and i know how you feel about killing critters i do too but they're just a bit of a nuisance listen once the sono speaker ant colony happened in my own bathroom i was like oh no we're going nuclear <laughs> um this is untenable <laughs> like, and and we're still not over it although it's it, the uh i i took the speaker outside you know after dousing it again mm -hmm. not sure if it'll ever work again but i keep checking on it it's like over on the other house's porch <laughs> like very far away from me and i keep looking and like the first day like ants were just like pouring out of the uh creepy. the um the no, very creepy i mean horror movie um, and then the second day was like, mm, mm, just a few. I checked this morning and I didn't see any. Mm. So I'm like, you know, maybe we've done our job. Gotta have to figure out where the speaker is going, not going back in the bathroom. But uh, yeah, it was. Sarah, I have a movie recommendation for dramatic. you. It's, it's, it's okay. a sci-fi movie. It's really cool. It's from 1974, which is honestly some of, that's the year I was born. And the seventies was a great decade for, for film. And it's, it's a very famous movie. Um, it's uh, called Phase Four. And I, I might have mentioned it on the show, but it's about like ants basically turning, basically a whole clan of <laughs> ants kind of takes over like the, the world, basically. Oh, but it's not, it's yeah, not like- Just what I need, it's Heather. It's not really scary, scary. It's very interesting. It's very sci-fi. It has more of a sci-fi mm. vibe than like a horror. What's it called? It's, Stage four? No, phase four. It's really phase good. Four. It's really good. It's a good, like for a okay. cinema, cinema file, cinephile that is, right? The cinephile. <laughs> cinephile. Yeah. God. Okay. Well, mm. let me clear my throat. Um, yeah, I, I'm sorry about your, your aunts. It is, it, it can be That's all very, right. it's, 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 we're getting back to. We're getting back to real life, but um, but yeah, it w it was something where I was just like, how long has this been going on? I just didn't know, you know? This was like a thing that I never really moved. Mm -hmm. Even like, you know, when I would clean my counter, I'd cl kind of clean around mm -hmm. it type thing. I did not realize what was happening. <laughs> and it was, oh man, that was, gosh, it was uh, a couple days ago. And I mean, it was something we're like, you know, again, like my contacts weren't in, 
I was like, <laughs> so oh vulnerable. my God. Yeah, like I haven't even had any coffee yet. Coffee's still brewing. Not one sip. You know, you know, and I'm like, I f- all right, let's do it. I feel for you because um, I, if I think too hard about it, I, I, I don't want to think too hard about the fact that there are critters living in places that you probably don't even know. Like we've talked about, you know, maybe the sh- our shoes that you should probably clean out your shoes before you put your feet in them. But it just makes me wonder. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are living among critters. There are more critters on this planet by far than humans and uh, other carnivores yeah. or herbivores. It's, um, it's wild. <laughs> all the, all things. the things. Yeah. Dinosaurs are dead, but lots of other animals still alive. <laughs> well, at least we're not in Australia. <laughs> Australia is, it's funny, I have this fantasy of like getting whisked off to like Australia with like, I don't know, just this silly little fantasy. You do? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, I did I, not, I did not know of this fantasy of yours. One thing you don't know about me, Sarah. Whisk me <laughs> off to Australia and I'm just going to hang out with the dingoes and the kangaroos. I love dingoes. I want a dingo and I want a kangaroo too. But I, the thing about Australia, it's just, there's something sort of um, romantic and mysterious for me because I've never been there, but uh, I, I refuse to live there because of how many poisonous critters they have. I mean, by far. I can't remember what the stats are. I believe I mentioned this in a very early episode <laughs> of how worried I was to go to Australia because of this. Um, but uh, I'll have to check my facts. But there's a lot. It's um, it's scary. I in that have way. only been to Sydney and the surrounding areas just once, um, and that was some years ago. So I mean, I could say I've been there, but I, I I've I've seen very little of the continent. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember there being some really cute critters and trees yeah not monkeys but like just like lemurs and stuff I don't did you ever see a koala in a exactly i did oh, actually jealous. but but i had to like seek it out it wasn't like in the city what about a sloth itself. but um i didn't see a sloth although i would love to see a sloth and just like cuddle and may, maybe take a little bit of a nap. I love together. sloths. They're so cute. But um, but 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 my my point is, I don't remember it being creepy okay. crawly. But I, uh, you know, I mean, you weren't like in the outback. What are you gonna do? I mean, Hawaii's like that too. And you go to Hawaii. No, all the you're time. right. I do all the time. Yeah, I'm there all the time. Every other weekend. No, I. I mean, you've been there. <laughs> I a have. I've of been times. there a lot, actually. <laughs> Heather is in Hawaii again. Every other week. God, she's always in Hawaii. That girl. <laughs> Um, no, I'm at home swishing with my fancy coconut Listerine, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. No need to go to Bora Bora. Why would you? Yeah, seriously. Speaking of actually fancy uh, luxury, I actually just came back from a, a sweet little spa week. Um, you know about it, Sarah, because I've been telling you little little bits and pieces of, of how it went. Yeah. It was actually, the, the point of it was to not celebrate, but sort of acknowledge the passing of my dad from last year and so I had booked this nice trip for me and my sister to you know just sort of take a breather take a breather and sort of acknowledge the year that has passed and treat ourselves to something really nice because I know my dad would want that because he used to take us to these places and we go to fancy meals and get nice wine and and it was also my sister's birthday so it was just this whole thing that we treated ourselves to and it was really 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 nice it was really needed in a lot of ways you know physically and mentally and 
it's, you know, you might as well treat yourself while you're kind of memorializing or remembering something, you know, and you want to remember things. You want to sort of at some and point. It, and it, yeah, like uh, equate it with like a positive experience. Exactly. You can't, you can't be sad all the time. I mean, it's like you just can't. And I'm not, you know, and so it just sort of reminds you that, you know, life goes on and, and you know, treat yourself. Anyway, so um, there were a lot of things that kind of struck me on this trip. I mean, I'm not going to get into every single detail, but it was a it was a lovely little adventure. But obviously, how much food I can consume. Sometimes I'm like, wow. I mean, we really did glut it up. Um, and then the impress. <laughs> sounds great. It was so great. And then the impress. It almost I almost felt like a little guilty, you know. But the um, the impressive amount of time that I can float quietly in a pool, just kind of listening like a, in a meditative way like listening to passers-by like you hear like you hear a helicopter go by in the distance and then like all these all the audio kind of is different you have your eyes closed and you're floating and it's just like this really cool like audio symphony i i just really enjoyed that that was actually par a huge part of like my relaxation um, but I want to specifically talk about strangers. I have this obsession with strangers. Um, mostly, I think, during the <laughs> pandemic because I sort of miss being around a lot of strangers. And But, you know, I don't want to give the wrong impression here. There are good ones and there are bad ones. Plus, I want to sure. talk a little bit about chickens. Um, so... One of the... I would say one of the biggest things that I miss about life in the before times, Sarah, is the random encounters with strangers. And I've brought this up before. We used to be kind of barflies in the best way possible. And I used to hang, I loved bartenders. They were my friends and people who sat next to me. It was always so fun. People totally. you sit yeah. next to you in the You have plane. the best conversations. Oh, it's the best. Like, yeah, some of the best conversations I've had are with random strangers on a plane that you sit next to. And yeah. you, you can learn a lot from strangers. And you know, obviously, maybe you learn a lot more from the people that you love and you talk to all the time, obviously, but there's little snippets of wisdom and you know, anecdotes that these people that you don't know anything about tell you that really s strike you, you know, that, that might really affect you. So I had a lot of those. Um, I had a lot of fun happenstance, just run-ins with, with people. I mean, some people too, when I meet them, I feel like I was meant to meet them. It's like this very fleeting conversation, but I'm like, I walk away feeling just uplifted energized. and energized. Yeah. yeah. Like everything's yeah. okay in the world. Like this, this person went through this and they are human too. Yeah. And I know, I know that feeling you kind of walk away almost like that was like a movie. Yes. Oh my God. This one in particular was a movie. So I'm, you know, I'm in this huge, it's like an Olympic size, um, hot, um, springs pool at this place that I stayed at in Calistoga. It's, it's a phenomenal pool and it's all has like healing properties and all that stuff. And there's steam coming off of it. And it's so great. This is the pool that I was floating around They're, They have like noodles and you can kind of like hang out on them. And, and I met this, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm doing one of my chill sessions. I met this Russian lady. She was from Moscow and she was probably in her late sixties. She was so cute and jovial, just cute face, you know, just like a really pleasant lady. And we just started talking mm -hmm. and she you know, brought up that she lost her husband last year. She wasn't sad or anything, but she was just telling me about like her mourning process and going on, she was going on this like pilgrimage throughout California to Big Sur and by herself. And she just kind oh, of, that's so adorable. in her thick accent, she just was like, you know, you, you have to think of 
you, you can't think of these people as not being here anymore. Like what is here? What is it that we see? There's all these layers and a lot of it we don't see. And I can't really put it into the right words because of the way she articulated it, but I, I, tr I think I got the meaning of it. And it was just a very sweet interaction. And when I, I had to leave, we were, we were rushing off to dinner and I, I get out of the pool and she, <laughs> she goes, I'm like running off in my, God, I keep getting, keep getting these phone calls. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I keep, so yeah, um, I've gotten so many phone calls. I'm going to talk about this later in the show, actually, um, keeping up with, with everybody. Okay. But um, I, you know, I jump out of the pool in my swimsuit. I'm running off to meet my sister and she yells out in her Russian accent. She's like, you a rock star. <laughs> it was like so cute. <laughs> I can't explain it. It was just a fun, a fun little, um, little interaction. And then I, um, I got this fancy facial from this male esthetician. I've never had a facial from a male, but it was, he was just a very fun guy. Like he just gave me all this great advice and, you know, kind of told me that collagen is all hype, blah, 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 blah. We just had like a great little bond. And it was just like, I just felt great after like I met a new friend. And then I met a couple of New Yorkers next to us at dinner. And it was just, I think you put yourself in those people's shoes. And so it feels refreshing because you're like, you're sitting across from somebody. It's, it's a reminder that you're not the only person going through exactly. something. Exactly. And like these young New Yorkers didn't seem phased by wearing masks or anything. And they were off on like this foodie tour of California. And like, it was just so fun talking to them. Anyway, that is all, and always like the waiters and waitresses and all that we had so much fun just kind of, you know, talking about life with all of them. And they were super, super friendly, you know, despite everything. But then you have those strangers that are kind of, I don't know, out of touch, you know, in their own world, annoying, whatever you want to call it. But like, yeah, we're like the conversation strikes up and you're like, what? Yeah, there were some people who, you know, I think a lot of people and we've talked about this before, you know, and I don't I don't blame them. I think people have definitely become more kind of like reserved in themselves because they're more afraid to, to take your mask off and talk to people or you know, like make a connection because they're worried about getting sick or whatever. And I totally get that. Um, but this girl who was floating around in the pool with me, I'm not joking. She was on a floaty listening. She was watching a full on movie without headphones on a floaty at like a quiet zone, like spa pool. It was the weirdest thing. I'm like, I can hear well, I mean, your movie. also like, I mean, that's very bold. Like, was she for sure it was not going to fall in the pool? And like, I don't know. I mean, it, it looked, you know, ruin her iPad or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it was on. I would one never of those do that. I know. I was just like, and then also I'd be so, I'd be very embarrassed. Like, oh, just like kind of pushing my audio on other people. And yeah, it's just like noise pollution. Yeah. And I noticed more and more of that lately, like in weight rooms or just like small spaces, people will like watch a YouTube video without headphones and just like watch a whole video. And there's people like, it's like a quiet space. <laughs> like, especially like, it depends on what you're watching too. Like something, some things are like, I don't know, it's like a recipe thing, but other things are like, you know, the drop an F Yeah. It's like a music like, video. I have definitely loud. seen that where I like, I look at them and I'm like, you don't know that I'm not offended. I know it's it because it, I'm not. It's but like, what if I was exactly? And it's really, really in those cases, it's hard for me to put myself in their shoes because I don't under I just don't get it. Um, but uh, yeah. but yeah, anyway. And so then there were, were the chickens, and I needed a break from those uh, humans. So I went over. There's a little um, a chicken coop at this fancy you know uh, spa hotel, 
really really nice little outdoor area with uh like gardens Do they have like and like like are they doing eggs and they're the doing whole eggs yeah they're not being like yeah. they're not being um you know slain and eaten or anything they're very eaten. fat yeah, happy yeah. chickens i mean the fattest chickens i've ever seen actually they all had names you know and they had a little board outside that had their names one of one of the names was heather if you can believe it and then it was like oh. peppers heather and, the chicken yes perfect i don't get that but okay <laughs> um and i mean she wasn't the prettiest of all of them but uh i think peppers was really cute but anyway i it was so funny there were about 12 of them and they were they all came up to the fence. They were very friendly. And I just kind of like took some video, took some photographs. They were squawking at each other and just, it felt soothing hanging out with them. Cause they're just, you know, they got little, yeah. little pea brains and they're just like curious about you. And they were all like, they were not scared of me at all. Like I felt like we just like had a little hangout session. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, and I'm not the first person that's ever felt soothed by animals. I'm not saying that, but chickens, man, I never thought. <laughs> I, I am, I'm a chicken fan. Mm -hmm. Um, my, my friends, Frank and Trish, who, you know, Heather, mm -hmm. um, for some time had Dolores and Valencia, the chickens in their backyard in San Francisco. They have like a full on yard, but I mean, it's still, even if you have a yard in a city, it's not a very big yard. Mm -hmm. And they lived back there and you'd go like, you know, we'd go down, you know, and have a little rosé sometimes on a nice day. And they'd just be like, burp, 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 you know, and like just jump on top of your lap if you let them. They were like, they were like totally fun. Like, just like house they pets. They are, they're really awesome. Like I've, I've kind of considered uh, getting some, I have a, a workman who has all kinds of birds. He even has, what is the kind of bird he has? He has this like bird that doesn't fly. So it's like some kind of um, hen or a um, goose or something that just doesn't fly. So it just hangs out in his backyard. A quail? No, it's not a quail. It's bigger <laughs> than that. But um, it's like a okay. Japanese blah. I don't know. But um, he has a name for it. Like it's like his pet. I'm like, that's so cool. <laughs> um, you know what my favorite TikTok is? Bird TikTok. Oh, really? Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. More Bird than TikTok cat TikTok? Is I mean, cat TikTok and dog TikTok, of course. I mean, that's a given. Mm -hmm. But bird TikTok is very interesting. Ooh. Oh yeah, I'll yeah, have to log back in like, and check that out. I haven't been on there for days. There's just so many birds who like, like I like kind of know their lives now and their routines. Mm -hmm. And there's this one bird. It's a, um, it's a. I don't know if they're from Mexico, but they speak Spanish. It's a, you know, a Spanish-speaking family. So the bird only knows Spanish words. No way. But the one of the kids who runs the TikTok, you know it's sort of the joke is that like you know when the bird's in a mood you know he'll just be like wah, 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 you know <laughs> do his thing you know and so there's like subtitles it's great i have to, I'll have to check that out you see so you're still a pretty big tiktok person i'm a daily tiktok person oh wow yeah i'm not on <laughs> thank god i'm not on tiktok all day i don't make any uh -huh. i just don't have the time uh -huh. um but i i love tiktok mm -hmm. very much yeah I think oh, it's just I mean, finding uh, the time bird, for it, really. Bird TikTok and people who live on like large farms with like horses mm -hmm. and goats and stuff. <laughs> I'm following all of them. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. <laughs> well, I, I'm so glad you could relate, and now we can commiserate about farm animals. I, I'm I'm yeah. so happy. You know, I love. We've got goats down the street and sheep, and I mean, I love those guys. I'm like, I I, I want a goat. I want a sheep. Uh, there's there's a lot of really beautiful farmland up here with like healthy looking farm animals, not like you know the stuff you see on the Highway Five where it's like Aww. slaughterhouses yeah. and stuff like that, but. Anyways, yeah, a, a man, that tsunami, I came home to that tsunami warning. And it's crazy because this whole area is very tsunami zone. There's signs everywhere. And the, the, the adjacent town is very at sea level. I mean, it's like right at sea level. There's a bay, there's these dunes and like where the water kind of comes up. And it's, it's a little scary because they, they call this one area called the bottoms. And I mean, it's because it's just, it is so low. Um, those are the areas that if I were living there, I'd be pretty freaked out with that tsunami warning the other day, but we yeah. live further North, like way up on a cliff and boy, could I tell though that I've never seen the tide as high as it was and the waves were huge, but, um, it was, it was kind of creepy. I mean, it was like, wow, like it makes you really feel like we're just at the mercy of like the plate tectonics of the earth, you know, like. I'm yeah. so glad I live, I mean, I live on the edge of a cliff, but I'm at least we're set back enough that it would take a very, very large uh, volcanic eruption or earthquake to make us fall off the cliff or have like take a tsunami go up over <laughs> yeah. the cliff because we're, we're pretty yeah. high up there. Uh, anyway, I felt you know, <laughs> very, very uh, grateful that I, that I live where I live. I am. Um, I I had a similar feeling uh, the other day when I I had gone to the beach. Otis and I go to the uh, to the nearest beach to us, the ocean, mm -hmm. um, about once a week. I mean, we don't always get there, but I try to because he loves it so much. You know, and he eats seaweed and then he has diarrhea later. It's great, <laughs> but but um, you know, he it 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 is both of our most happy place. And so Friday morning. 
uh, which is which was not there was no tsunami warning. I didn't know anything about Tonga. Had not heard a thing. Mm-hmm. But Friday morning, um, pretty early, we went out there and. I always take him early to run him around because dogs aren't supposed to be off leash, but like nobody really cares. But I'm not trying to like run into a, you know, a ranger either. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and we get there and it's, it's sort of like, it kind of reminds me of almost where your house is, Heather. Like as you're driving into like, it's a state park, mm-hmm. you're way up a cliff and you can go all the way down to like this parking lot. But I always just, park kind of on this like side like halfway down mm-hmm. and then I just walk down the rest of the way there's there's a trail it's fine mm-hmm. and as I'm walking down I'm like ah, ah, the tide is really high shoot um which isn't the end of the world it just means that we can't cross certain areas that we usually I, I kind of like to do like get my steps in you know <laughs> if I'm gonna be there anyway or I'm like oh yeah we, we're just sort of relegated to this area mm-hmm. then when I get down to the bottom this girl this woman and her dog, they're just kind of leaving and she goes, she's kind of looking out to sea and she's like, eh, something's not right. I'm going to leave. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, we're just kind of <laughs> run around a little bit, you know, whatever. And so she leaves. And so it's just me and Otis, it's just the two of us. Um, and you know, it is because there's no way you can get down unless you park where I parked, you know? So mm-hmm. I like, I kind of know what I'm getting into. Like there's no one else down here. And the waves are so big and the tide is so high that like we were kind of crunched up against like the rocks mm-hmm. and these rocks, I can't stress enough. Like, I mean, they're 50 feet high, wow. maybe more. <laughs> it's just a wall of rocks. Yeah. And they're really beautiful Mm -hmm. until you're like, oh, I could not climb up this if I was in a pinch. Mm -hmm. And it was so weird. I, you know, I kind of like was like, okay, Otis, eat your seaweed. Like, we got to get out of here. Like, something's weird about this. Then I get home and it's like tsunami warning. Well, aren't you glad you didn't? You probably wouldn't have gone to the beach if you knew about because you oh, always had a sure phobia of tsunamis, haven't you? Because you lived up yes. Venice, which was a major tsunami area. I, this entire like the entire time I lived in Venice, because it's flat, and my house was right on the water, mm-hmm. and it was also just like. I didn't feel like structurally was going to withstand anything dramatic, Mm -hmm. you know, that got thrown at it. I was constantly worried about tsunamis Mm -hmm. and people and and people would say, Sarah, I mean, I think you're like anxiety is getting the best of you. And I'm like, I know it is. However, you drive all around this town and there's like tsunami, you know, like here's the tsunami, like here's the getaway. road you know Mm -hmm. that you're supposed to take and you're only supposed to go 40 degrees like there are signs all over this place like (laughs) clearly i'm not the first person to think about this yeah no tsunamis are scary i mean and i mean you don't they're kind of unassuming i think that's what is extra scary about them is they 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 do a slow crawl and you just don't it's they're creepy they they creep Mm -hmm. they creep and they crawl i don't know it's um well the whole thing is like the tide goes way out yes right and then it comes back in and that's worse and yeah. that is like that is nightmarish to me it really is i totally agree you know if i saw that and i was like down on the you know like at sea level i'd mm-hmm. be like we are out of here also i shouldn't feel too confident on top of this cliff because you know you never know it could be i mean it could really rise the sea level this high i mean what do i know 
especially an underground volcano. I mean, that's serious business. Well, that's uplifting, Heather. <laughs> well, email us if you guys had any experience with the tsunami. Uh, maybe you're on the other side of the globe and you experienced yeah. a, 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 a tsunami warning. Let us know. Hi at have such a good day.com. Please do. So, Heather, you talked about taking a trip recently, and it sounds like it was really fun and restorative, you know, on some level. Mm -hmm. And I have, um, it's so funny, my mom was at my house the other day, and, like, my mom is so in love with my dog, Otis, that, I mean, she might love him, like, slightly more than she loves me. And, you know, every time <laughs> she's she, we're all together, you know, she kind of goes, like, you know, I could take him for like up to a week, mm -hmm. you know, if you want to like go somewhere. And I'm like, well, I'm not going anywhere, mom. <laughs> well, but if you did, maybe, like, you know, hey, just, hey. <laughs> yeah, like, like almost like get out of here, kid, <laughs> so I can take your dog. It's, it's great. I mean, it's, sure. I couldn't ask for anything more. You know, yeah. it's, it's a great, you know, we, we, got, we all have a good relationship, but it just so turns out that, um, and I haven't since, the last time I was on a plane, which was a private plane, this was for a job I was doing, it wasn't my own, obviously, but that was the very beginning of 2020. Mm -hmm. um, and, and this was to San Francisco, or where was that again? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, no, that's not, no, it was it was to LA. Okay. Um, but we took off from Santa Rosa Airport. Mm. Anyway, but, you know, I mean, it which was super fun like I always sit with the pilot and like you know have my headphones on yeah. so I can hear like you know all the all, uh -huh. all the you know people at the control towers talking to each other and stuff but that was over two years ago mm -hmm. oh well well over you know We're, we are we are past that have not been on an airplane and that's all COVID related I mean I am yeah. I'm 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 a I'm a, a happy traveler you are um Things have changed for me, uh, especially with Otis, uh, mm -hmm. just because, you know, you can have someone watch your cat or whatever, but when it's a big old dog who has separation anxiety, it's like you really have to kind of think about it. But I, I had done that in the past. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I was always sort of sad to leave him, but, you know, going to be back Has in a few to be days done. type thing. Yeah. And, you know, he, he, he was always okay. But um, a friend of mine uh, who... So in, in our COVID times, he <laughs> and his now wife got married. Mm -hmm. um, they were planning a wedding. Then with the COVID thing, it got, you know, postponed. And then it kind of got postponed again, you know, it, where you're sort of just getting these like group emails kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And eventually he was like, I don't know when <laughs> or if we're ever going to be able to do this. And we want to get married. So we're just going to get married. And they were married, just the two of them. I think they had like an efficient, you know, like on Zoom or something. Mm -hmm. And um, so they're already married. But the celebration of that was always something that was like, once things get back to normal, wink, wink, mm -hmm. um, we're, you know, then we'll, you know, we'll have that party that we were going to have in the first place. They have decided that it's this July. And that is going to be in Ohio. And uh, a state I've never been to, by the way. And I said that I would go. But I mean, and again, this is July. It's currently January. I have quite a bit of time to think about this. 
but I mean, I was like, of course I'll be there. These are good friends of mine. I mean, I, I would, I would feel really bad if I didn't go, but I am already stressed about it. Like I'm <laughs> legit stressed about like six months in advance. Okay, <laughs> so like, I have to like probably fly into Cleveland and then like rent a car and then get to like wherever their area is and like find an Airbnb or like a motel or whatever, yeah. you know, that's like close to the venue and like, oh my God. And like Otis can't come with me. And so like, where the hell is he going to go? Like he'll go with my mom, but still stresses me out. The whole thing is like, I am legit stressed about something that is six months away. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I actually do not blame you. I, Oh, we, we've been making plans and then unraveling our plans. We, you know, just like we're, we were going to go to LA, we're going to go to Hawaii. We, thankfully, we didn't buy the tickets, but things keep changing. And a lot of it does yeah. have to do with COVID and, you know, someone having cold feet um, and people, other people's plans changing. You know, I can't tell you. I mean, almost every single one of my friends either their close family member or their close friends or themselves have gotten this Omicron. I mean, it's like, it, yeah. uh, like just, there's so many wrenches out there that are being thrown and um, I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna wait. I'm just gonna wait to buy a ticket. You know, maybe, maybe you just wait a few months just to kind of see how things shake out and then don't worry yourself about it. You know, so much could change between now and then. It could be totally great and open up and you won't be as worried and your mom will take out. But, you know, we tend to worry about stuff that we have no control over and that you have no idea what the outcome is. It could be great and you're worrying about nothing. But, I mean, I'm giving you advice yeah. that I should give myself because I do the same thing. Um, but uh, it's hard to it say. Just, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's weird to, you know, I don't want to, like, go on and on about this. But, like, because I know a lot of people either also haven't been on a plane or have, you know, and it's like, yeah, you got to wear a mask and, you know, mm -hmm. it's just, it, it's just a different world than it used to be. And I, I will 100% participate in that world. Yeah. I just, you know, I'm kind of like, well, that doesn't sound fun at all. No, I, I have heard, I have had some <laughs> friends who have gone on trips um, in the last, you know, six months to a year and, you know, they had a great time and said it was worth it, but that it was really grueling, like going there yeah. and getting back all the paperwork, the testing, um, you know, the, yeah, the flights, the, the, the ornery, you know, passengers, the disgruntled staff. I mean, there's some, and then the masks, like I went to a, um, quick little doctor's appointment this morning, was in the waiting room. And for, even for me, wearing the mask in the waiting room is hard. Like I really feel smothered. Like, I don't like it. Like I, I when I get outside, I'm like, oh, they rip it off. You know, like, I, I really feel like I have a hard time breathing um in in masks i think i don't know what it is maybe i have asthma i don't know it, it just it's it's not something that i want to do on an international flight and i'm just really hoping it's not going to be like this forever yeah i don't want to belabor this last thing but um i i would say that you know obviously you know we're talking about the pandemic it's been a few years now and these few years have proved that you don't have to be physically close to people to be close to people. And you know, I when you and I moved around a lot, Sarah, and I can't tell you how heartbroken I would be when I would move to LA from San Francisco or to San Francisco from LA or to New York from San Francisco, where I left people behind, like people like including you, that I was really close to, 
and we were we were in a really tight place and then I moved away and geography was always really challenging because yeah you got to get on the phone and you don't see them you know especially if, if you have like regular hangout times like during you know every week like weekly hang times and so obviously things have really changed not a lot of people are seeing a lot of people um but I have never felt closer to people I mean maybe never is a strong word but i feel like i'm struggling to just keep up with all my people and i think part of it is you know we're older now so like we do have these very established relationships and i don't see a lot of these people in you know i used to have like my weekly dinner dates and and that, that kind of thing with like a handful of people and i don't do that that much anymore it's more few and far between and this is not a complaint by the way, I love my people and uh, I don't want to lose touch or not talk to any of them. I just, there's only so much time in the day and also the days seem to be blazing by. So that doesn't help either. But it's interesting because I just recently lost two people that were very close to me that I talked to on the phone a lot. Um, and for some reason, I feel like I have way more people now to catch up with. Like my favorites list when it's so weird, it's like it it grew. I think maybe it is part of the pandemic because I've, I've created these sort of distanced relationships that actually have gotten maybe stronger than they would have been in person. I don't know what it is. It's, it's very interesting, but I, but there's a lot of days I find myself like on the phone, like all day, you know, and sometimes I'm just like, oh my God, I can't talk on the phone anymore, you know, and I, by six o'clock, I'm I'm usually, I turn my ringer off and I'm just kind of like spent, you know, I just, I want to watch a movie, drink some wine. I don't usually love talking in the evening. I'm more of a, like a daytime talker. Uh, so oftentimes my friends with kids want to talk at like 8.30 or 9 and I'm just like, I'm kind of just like zoned out. But um, yeah, just the people close to me, friends and family that uh, I feel like I need to catch up with regularly and my boyfriend so often rolls his eyes because he's like looking for me in the house and I'm like, he finds me in some room and I'm on the <laughs> phone again. He's like, you're on the phone again? Like, who are you talking to this time? You know, and obviously the pandemic, you know, pushed us all indoors um, and all that. And, you know, now we're like more phone, text, DMs, blah, blah, blah. So it's totally understood. But I'm writing so much more like, oh, I'm so sorry for the delay or blah, 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 blah. I'm not sure I need to do that. I think people understand. Um, but I, and I have mentioned on the show before that, you know, things like Slack and Marco Polo and group text has really helped. The, all of those things have helped me a lot to not be on the phone all the time. You know, if I send a, a Marco Polo video to somebody that's a couple minutes long, it kind of serves as a phone conversation, you know, in a lot of ways. Um, but I, it was funny just the other night I was thinking about my friend, Lisa, you know, Lisa, she's a listener. I do. Um, Hi, she, Lisa. she, um, her and I, you know, we'll chat via text and occasionally we'll talk on the phone and, and I'll, I, you know, she's one of those people that I'm like, oh, I want to give her a call. I should talk to her more often. And, um, and we were chatting last night just via text and she goes, I think I have a sense that I talk to you more often than I do because I listen to your show. And it made me think about all the people in my life who do listen to this show and it's not all of them but i do have a handful of friends that listen and it does kind of feel like you know because we'll we'll kind of chat about an episode or something and it's like i see how it's like oh i already talked to heather because she was talking at me for an hour yeah. you know 
-hmm. I really do feel like every, like, like yesterday I talked to like three people, I had like long catch up conversations with them on the phone. And then like the day was over. I was like, okay, I'll watch the uh, Yellow Jackets finale and then the day's over. I'd like to hear from you guys about this. Has your social world become more lonely or crazy in a different way? Email us at Hyatt, have such a good time. Have such a good time. Email us at <laughs> that, That'll be our spinoff show, everybody. That's our phone number. Call us at 1-800-have-such-a-good-time.com. That's actually a pretty good name. It is. It is good. And also, while you're at it, let us know if you're having such a good time on Have Such a Good Day. <laughs> yeah, please do. I know what you mean, though, Heath. I, I, um, you know, there are there have definitely been times where... This is something that, and I, I, I don't want to make light of it because, because I don't want to, but when I think about like depression, I don't feel that I've ever experienced like chronic depression. Yeah. I definitely have lows. Sure. You know, and then I have highs, mm -hmm. you know, where I'm kind of like, okay, well that low was probably some sort of a, a someone would describe it as low grade depression or something like yeah. that. Um, but, but there, there have been times and it often happens over the weekend where I actually like, I just have time to myself. Like I'm not working. If I want to be social, I can be, but mm -hmm. there are many weekends where, you know, I'm just not, you know, I, I don't see a lot of people these days, mm -hmm. uh, by design. And I kind of, you know, it's nine o'clock and I'm, you know, 9 PM and I'm like, ah, oh, I like, can't wait to go to bed. And mm -hmm. I kind of think to myself, like. Am I depressed? Yeah. Am I like, is it like, am I like not wanting to be awake enough mm, to enjoy I know you, being I know awake? Yeah. But it's and, so you know, yummy to sleep. I think it's so nice to crawl in bed. It's such a luxury. It you is, know? Yeah, it is. And th that's usually what I arrive at is like, no, Sarah, you're just like warm and comfy mm -hmm. and you want to go to bed, yeah, exactly. you know, and you're going to get up early anyway. So might as well get some good sleep. But there are definitely times that I, I, I sort of wonder, like, yeah. what would it feel like to be like, oh, I'm going to bed because I don't want to be awake anymore. Yeah, I you know what you mean. That kind of thing. I think you would know. I really do. And I'm sure you have nights like that. I think a lot of people do. But I think I get the sense that you're, sure, our lives are not as exciting on an exciting level that they used to be. But we're also not as young. But I do think yeah. that you do a lot of things that make you happy. And maybe a lot of those things are being solo and, and that's fine. You know, I mean, I get a lot of joy from doing a jigsaw puzzle. I mean, gosh, I hate to admit right. that, but. <laughs> my Wordle of the day. I mean, yeah, I, Wordle. Are the first you thing I do every too? morning. Oh my God. I can't, I, I just, I don't know. I'm not sure I like it yet. I'm, I'm really into word games. You know me, I'm on all kinds of word games. And I'm really on this, like, um, I mean, I've always been a words with friends gal. I can't do the Wordle. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Well, I mean, there's not much to it. No. You just <laughs> you have to guess like, a five-letter word either that you has... You figure yeah. it out or you don't. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I'm on a roll right now, so I'm, like, feeling pretty good about myself. <laughs> you know, Why? Like, it's so funny how three. these things pop up and they just, they, they go like wildfire. Because all my friends are doing it. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it another, another stab give at Sarah. I wanted to ask you, how do you feel about the expression? Like, usually it happens, like, in an email. But how do you feel about the expression like sorry for the delay or yeah sorry for the delayed response or does that bug you does it irk you well I mean it better not because I use it all the time 
when I say it to other people. Mm -hmm. um, no, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. I mean, I figure if someone says, "Oh, I'm so sorry for the delay," you know, or um, "Apologies," you know, dot dot dot. I figure, okay, yeah, you you know, the email got buried, or you you were busy. Yeah, I I I give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. And I also do that, I mean, when I say like, I'm so sorry for the delay, it's like, it's not because I've been like looking at your email, like cackling and not wanting to respond to you. Like <laughs> I really did, like it kind of got buried and like it was on my to-do list yeah. and I finally got That's to it. Sorry visual. for the delay. You cackling yeah. by yourself in your basement. <laughs> you're just like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, they're just gonna wait for me. <laughs> but Heather, why do you ask? Well, I just, I, um, I use that, I use that a lot. Like, and I've noticed that I'm using it more because I'm really mm. scrambling. It's, it's not even just like my friend group or my family, but like, you know, we run these Airbnbs. So there, I've get a lot of pings from people that, that have questions or whatever. And I'm just like, I'm rushing to just get back to people all the time. And I've got this business to run and I get these phone calls and these emails that I have to get back to people about stuff. And I feel behind, I just feel behind right now, yeah. I think. And so I, I I think I read something online about, I can't remember what it was. It might've been via the Atlantic um, about some journalists saying that they cannot stand that response, that obviously that like, is a given. Sorry for the delay. And it like, it's something that really irks them. And so I was sort of mm. curious, I'm like, well, I use that a lot. Like, is that, I don't want to- Like they're stating the obvious. Yeah, and, stating the yeah, obvious, exactly. I don't know. I mean, I feel like, like if I, if I, I don't know. If you, Heather, had a tea party <laughs> and I was late <laughs> to the party as I walked Sounds in. Sounds like a fun party. You know, let's, yeah, totally fun. Mm -hmm. So much tea. Um, <laughs> I drink a lot of tea these days, guys. But um, if I walked in and I was like, like very late, I'd be like, I'm so sorry I'm late. Yeah, of um, course. Here's why. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Like if you care to even know and, you know, you could be bent out of shape about me being late or you could be like, oh, no big deal. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's the same thing, yeah. you know, with that response, like, sorry for the delay. Like, it's a courtesy. Yeah, I agree. Someone could could still be like, mm, you still should have gotten back to me earlier than this. I don't accept your apology, mm -hmm. but that's on them kind of. I agree. I'm, I'd be curious to hear what you guys think out there. Hi, it have such a good day dot com. Does that phrase like something like that, like, sorry for the delayed response? Yeah. Or, Is does there that a phrase that just grinds your gears? Yeah, grinds your gears. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, all the folks who support us, you know who you are. If you're listening, that is you and we love you. And thank you so much for supporting us. If you happen to be listening and aren't already a patron of ours, patreon.com slash have such a good day is where to find out more about how you can directly contribute to the show. We are com uh, completely community supported and we cannot thank you enough, all of you, for helping us make our show uh, every month. And if you do join um the the patreon at five dollar or or any level but five dollar minimum uh you can you can hop into our discord which is a really fun discussion um we've we've all become such such good buds in there and i i consider our discorders 
my really good friends and thank you in advance <laughs> that's almost like the same thing as like sorry for the delay yeah thank you in advance <laughs> for contributing it's so true it's so true it's like a given yeah but you know it's funny we do we've been talking a lot <laughs> thanks about in advance for doing this thing for me you didn't want to do i've already thanked you though so you have to do it <laughs> but no our discorders are awesome and we're talking about a lot yeah, of shows we're watching right now and i'm trying to catch up and um, i've been gone so i've been um sort of AFK, if you will, if people even use that anymore, or maybe that expression grinds your gears. Know, I would know. I would know what you meant. I know. I know. We used to use that a lot back in the day. I don't see it that much anymore, though. It's usually, you know what I mean. It's like BRB. I think has become AFK. If some if somebody knew my habits enough, mm -hmm. knowing that like I actually usually am sitting at a keyboard. Yeah, you are doing something. Uh -huh. You know work or fun or whatever it is if i was like oh i was afk it means like wow i was like away from my computer i couldn't actually respond you're like sorry. actually out in the world sorry for the delay <laughs> apologies on that note so many apologies <laughs> we do have an increased patron uh jill that's hey, all jill. i got is jill i love i one of my best friends names is jill so I love that name. Welcome I to the I have a fold. cousin, Jill, um, who who I don't think this is, um, <laughs> unless she's like a it's the mystery fan Jill. of the show. <laughs> but uh, Mystery Jill, uh, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. We also got a real nice email from, <laughs> from Kyle. Now, Kyle is 2120, uh, 2120's tuxedo cat. So <laughs> Kyle and 2120, they're a you know, bonded pair. Uh, but <laughs> Kyle, the cat, was the one that wrote us this time, um, who I think was uh, addressing this to you, Heather, saying, I know somebody, <clears throat> I know someone who's going to check out the True Bill app that will send opinions uh, within a month of, and, and will send uh, his opinions within a month. Now, the True Bill app, as I understand it, Heather, is all about trying to keep track of all the things that you're subscribed exactly, to. Exactly. Like to make your sure Netflix you, and your Amazon. Get out of control. Exactly. You're yeah. not like overpaying or you know when to cancel. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Kyle the cat also asked uh, me if, if my cat Ralphie was okay because I think the last time we all talked, um, he was not feeling so great. And, you know, he's doing pretty great. He's doing, first of all, I have now had Ralphie for just under two months. Mm -hmm. It's very new. And my mom came over the other day and, you know, I was like showing uh, her how I like trim his nails and everything because he's a polydactyl. He has like a lot of nails, you know, and she was just like, I don't know how you do it. And I felt so good about myself, you know, where I was like, like, I am kind of a cat whisperer. You are. You know, like. I, I, I choose lemons for sure, you know, so that's on me. But like, I really like, you choose Ralphie lemons. is, <laughs> you know, they're just, they're just, you know, they're, you know, they're expensive. They have all sorts of problems, <laughs> but, but, um, Ralphie is such a great little cat. Like he's, he's really just come into his own in the house. Uh, lately. I can't wait to he meet and Otis him. get along great. He is so Sounds like cute. a real cutie pie. Well, Kyle also said, he, he said he hopes that this year that Ralphie might find a girlfriend. And he uh, says, well, love to all from FN Frozen NYC. Uh, I really like yes. this guy's style. He's guy, gal, whoever you are, tuxedo cat. We love you. You're, you we are do. lovely. We do love human. you, Kyle in 2120. Um, 
Uh, Ralphie, I don't know. So when I adopted Ralphie, they said <laughs> very specifically, he's seven years old and two weeks. And I was like, seven Says who wow <laughs> seven years old but two weeks wow. like not even like six months or you know a more That's common roundup type of thing where i'm like did someone tell you that he was seven years old <laughs> in two weeks <laughs> nobody could really answer that question mm -hmm. for me because he had sort of been bounced around um between shelters before i ever got to him but um he's fixed and uh that was i mean I didn't have to do it. He was already fixed. I don't think he's going to have a girlfriend, <laughs> but he sure does like Otis. I don't think they're, I don't think they're in love. I think they're, they're like, they're getting happy, along. Coexisting siblings. I love that. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. It's a fun, yeah. I love the new animal dynamic. I'm, I, as you know, I'm waiting impatiently to get my own dog, but I, I have to wait a little bit longer. So on that note, yeah. I think we're going to wrap this baby up. <laughs> I know it's good. we've just been yapping up a storm today, Heather. <laughs> we uh, have. It's because uh, we just we That's have what so we much do. stuff to say. We it's do. what we do. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, thank you everybody for listening to the show, and for those of you who have been with us from the beginning, one hundred thirty-two episodes. How about that? Oh wow! How I about that? It. And for anybody who might have uh, joined us recently, we'd love to know more about you. Who are you? <laughs> How'd you find us? Do you like us? Hi at HaveSuchAGoodDay.com is a great way to send that email. Unless you want to hop on our Discord, which I, as I uh, described earlier, you can also do. Yes, and you don't have to email, or I'm mean, sorry, you don't have to talk a lot in Discord. You can just kind of observe and you can just read. Be mute. And, yeah, you can be one. Totally. Uh, I, some, I sometimes do. I sometimes go in there and just, like read everything everybody wrote and was like, oh, cool. Like, I feel like I'm like caught up. Yeah. But, like, I don't really have anything to say. Exactly. And that's fine. Um, and that's fine, too. Well, listen, y'all, uh, we're going to get on out of here. Um, we will be back next week with episode 133. Uh, until then, uh, I hope everybody stays safe and warm and away from tsunamis. <laughs> uh, you know, wear that N95 mask. Yep. And uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll be back doing it all again next week. Until then, I will remain Sarah. And I will remain Hedda forever. Have such a good day. Bye. 